Our thinking controls our life. Our thinking controls our emotion, our decision, our lifestyle, and our future. If I think that I'm ugly constantly, then I'll become ugly. If I think that I'm miserable, then ultimately I'll become uh, miserable. That's uh, uh, what happens. Thinking is very important because it uh, really influences how uh, you see uh, yourself. And often thinking is influenced by our experience in the environment. Uh, so, you know, for example, your parents always uh, um, kind of insulted you. Then you form certain thinking. Uh, and that's why the soldiers, when they come back from the uh, war zone, uh, they, they, their thinking is very much uh, uh, distorted, uh, influenced by their experience. So thinking is very important. Uh, it, it really uh, determines uh, your identity and your life. Uh, that's why we have, uh, it is very important that you think about, you reflect uh, and care about uh, what you're thinking every day. Every moment of your life, well, what are you thinking? What, what is your thinking uh, like? So our thinking is so important in our lives, it is directly related to your happiness. Uh, if your thinking is distorted, uh, your thinking is unhappy, then uh, it is impossible to live uh, a happy life. But when we really look at ourselves, observe ourselves, our thinking is not very good. Often we realize that. We don't do healthy thinking. We are surrounded by thoughts of worries, fear, and anxiety. And often negative and dark thoughts fill our minds. Even about the other people too. Uh, instead of having a positive thinking about other people, we have more negative uh, things to say. We have more negative thinking about other people. Our thinking is uh, often very distorted. It is scattered and has uh, no focus. Since our life is shaped uh, by our thinking, it is hard to be happy when our thoughts are not very good. You know, you're, you're happy not because of your environment. You're happy uh, when your thoughts, your thoughts you always carry around. Circumstances come and go. But your thoughts, your thinking, uh, always you carry that around with you. So uh, your happiness depends on rather uh, on your thinking rather than uh, your environment. No matter how good food you may have, if your thoughts are filled with unhappiness, you can never be uh, happy. So thinking. We have to do something about our thinking. But when we try to do something about uh, your thinking, you realize uh, this aspect of thinking or nature of thinking. You realize that thinking is hard to control. That's what you realize. When you start uh, c controlling your uh, thinking or uh, think about your thinking, uh, you realize that thinking uh, has mind of its own. It is really hard to control. 
It is so wild. And has mind of its own and it just goes wherever it goes. It's like it has wings and it flies wherever uh, it wants to go. It takes us sometimes where we don't want to go. I don't want to go there. But thinking just takes us there. Sometimes it attacks us all of a sudden when we are not ready. It just hits us really hard. Other times, thoughts of dark clouds surround us. And we realize that we don't control our thoughts. Thoughts control us. We are like hostages of our own thinking. We don't have ownership of our thinking. Rather, sometimes thinking seems to have ownership of us. So, you should never let your untamed thoughts take control over you. That's very important. You should never let your untamed thoughts take control over you. We have to discipline our thoughts. You know, there's a pathway for our thoughts too. That's the first thing that I said in the uh, inner voice. The first uh, day uh, inner voice is about uh, the thinking has the pathway, has a road. It is a pathway for our thoughts to flow like a river. It is very important to create a good pathway so that your thinking flows in certain direction. Have you experienced some people They talk and talk, talk, and at the end, always get to the same place. I mean, they talk about everything else, and then finally, they talk about still the same thing. They're fixed on things because there is a pathway. They just go around and find the pathway and uh, get to that negative uh, place that you don't want to be. Spiritual discipline is about creating a pathway good pathway for your thoughts to flow to a good place. When you go to a mountain, you see a pathway. It is not made by construction workers. It is created because so many people walk the same path over and over again. In the same way, we cannot create the pathway for our thoughts overnight. Just because you think about good things once or twice or several times, it doesn't create a pathway. But when you continuously think about good things, then pathway is created. So repetition is very important. Then road can be created. Once the road is created, then our thinking goes in that way. So you have to make it like a rhythm of your life. I believe that the best way to discipline our thinking is to meditate God's word every day. Not once in a while. It's useless. It is important to meditate the word of God every day. You have to do it every day. You have to make it as your life rhythm. So you don't even think about it. You just do it. In the morning, you get up, you brush your teeth. 
automatically you, you don't even have to uh, make an effort. You don't, are, are there people some who don't do it? <laughs> Please do it. <laughs> it's good for other people. <laughs> I mean, you don't even think about it. So meditating God's word every day, make it as a rhythm automatically. You do it. If you keep doing that, you see, you will see your thinking flow into certain direction because the pathway is now created. But if you think about gloomy thoughts all the time, 24 hours a day, even in your sleep, the negative pathway will be created for you and you'll be enslaved to it. You become a hostage of your own thinking. David loved God's word so much, not just because of its, its content, but because he experienced that the word of God does that to his life. It creates certain pathway for his thinking to flow. He experienced that. He knew that our thinking is uncontrollable, but when when he meditated on the word of God, it, it starts controlling your thinking. This is what he said. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. He experienced this sweetness of the word, not just content, but what it does in his thinking, what it does in his life. It does so much good to him. So meditating on God's word was like a honey to him. That's why he did every day. This is what he said. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I think it's so important that we do that. The best thing that we can meditate, I believe this God's word. I mean, uh, you can meditate on Shakespeare, you can meditate on the, uh, famous philosophers and all that stuff, but I think God's word is the best thing to use to meditate. The word of God refreshes our soul. The word of God Gives us wisdom, wisdom to the foolish. God's word gives us joy. God's word enlightens our eyes. What more can you ask for? I hope that you use God's word. It's precious. Gold is out there. And some people don't even touch it. When it's so precious. And when you medit start meditating on that, what it does to you is so precious and so good. And I don't know why people don't do that. As you start the life of meditation, you will realize that your life is changing slowly. It's not really a radical change. It's not overnight kind of change. It's not a change that you're aware of all of a sudden. It's changing sometimes it's so slowly happening, but it's so surely. You say to yourself, oh, I don't worry anymore. I used to worry a lot, 
But how come I don't worry anymore? And then you realize, how come I feel good about myself? I used to feel very bad about myself, but how come I feel good about myself? You realize this kind of change, change is happening before you feel that, oh, I'm so miserable. But you realize that you're okay. The first thing that the meditation of the Word of God does is this. It frees you from your guilt. Guilt is a scary thing. Guilt makes all of us depressed and dark. Guilt makes us feel ashamed. Through the life of meditation, you realize that God even sees our hidden errors, hidden faults. See, as you start doing the meditation uh, uh, of the word of God, what you discover is grace. Oh, there is a grace. And then that grace finds your even hidden faults, but it's okay. You don't feel exposed and uh, uh, totally ashamed, but you are exposed to that uh, uh, hidden faults, and yet you accept that. And you experience the power of grace, forgiving that hidden faults. This is what uh, uh, David uh, found. He said, 1912. But who can detect their errors? Clear me from hidden faults. He experienced that. You know, as you start doing the meditation of the word of God, you realize that the fact that God loves you is a miracle. How could God love me? You realize that. You realize that that is a miracle because he sees all the things within me even hidden things, and yet he still loves me. And then you're completely free from that guilt that has oppressed you all your life. Second, we'll experience our soul, nefesh, become refreshed. Soul becoming refreshed. You experience inner renewal. It is, it's inside. It's kind of you feel that your inner self is renewed. You become, you, 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 you find confidence and new strength. You become courageous. If I perish, I'll, I'll perish kind of attitude. If I perish, I'll perish kind of attitude. New, new courage, new strength. Before small problems really scared you, small waves you see, you got so scared and intimidated, but you're not scared and intimidated any, anymore by these small waves and small problems anymore. You have courage to deal with your problems one at a time. Your life becomes brightened. Your face shines brightly. You know, face has to shine. And it has to be bright. Your face has to be bright, not gloomy like this. Yes. 
you have to raise that. You know, when you smile, it goes up, right? So you don't go like this. It goes down, right? But raise up. Your face has to uh, be bright. Your thinking becomes clear. Because inner strength, inner strength you, re- you experience within you. Third, when you do the meditation of the word of God, you'll get insights about life. God's word gives wisdom to the foolish and opens our eyes. You become mature. Once your eyes are open, when you look back of your life, oh my goodness, how self-centered I was, you realize. Because you have become mature. You see about life. I mean, Joseph, we studied uh, Joseph on Wednesday. And Joseph had a dream. But his dream is not as important as his interpretation of dreams. He had the power and ability to interpret dreams. That means he, was, he had ability to interpret his life. What happens in your life is not as important how you interpret what happened to your life. A lot of things happen to your life, but many people don't even know what that means. But Joseph knew exactly what that means, what that meant. So what happened to you is not as important as how you interpret what happened to you. For example, Joseph's brother, they interpreted the dream in a wrong way, so they tried to kill Joseph. But Joseph knew. Joseph was able to read God's plan. In that dream. Whatever happening, whatever is happening in your life is not just happening randomly and accidentally. There is a message in what is happening in your life. If you are able to hear that message and if you are able to detect God's movement in that, then you'll get insights about life. And as you do the meditation of the word of God, you experience that wisdom in your life. When we have that wisdom, we'll enjoy the happiness in any circumstances. Through your meditation, I pray that your thinking changes and you may experience life's happiness. I see many people around me, some people, they are tormented by their negative thinking. I feel so bad. They're attractive. They have every, they are smart and all that. But their thinking totally uh, distorted and then destroyed their lives and they are not happy. All their lives, they are not happy because of that. I hope that all of you start taking the meditation of the word of God seriously. It will do a lot of good to you. As I shared on Wednesday with a women's Bible study, I write journal. I write two journals every day. One in the morning one in the evening. One in the morning, I think about, I dream about the day. 
It's not a long journal. Sometimes it's just few words. Just for, uh, I put down words. It, has, it shouldn't be uh, really burdensome to you. It should, it should be enjoyable. Uh, but in the evening, always I reflect on and how God moved in my life. And then a lot of thank you journal. Don't ever go to sleep with negative, think, negative thinking in your mind. During your sleep, it will affect you. Always sleep with positive thoughts before you go to sleep. In your life, if you see good things, don't just say it's a good thing. Once you see that it's a good thing, make a habit of it. That's what's important. You see something good, make a habit of it. Every Sunday I make coffee for our praise team. When I first come in the morning, I make coffee. That's the least I can do for the people who serve the church. Sorry, ESM. If you want, I'll do that too. <laughs> but, uh, I do that every week without missing it because I make a habit of it. Whatever good things that you do, make a habit of it. If you have a negative uh, thoughts, shake it off. Shake it off. Don't let it stay. If you have a positive thought, keep it. Keep it in your soul. Keep it in your heart. Do that automatically. But many people do the opposite. Good things, they just let it uh, go. Bad things, they think about it all the times, all night. Oh, she said that. He said that. Don't do that. That's not good. You know, shake it off. Bad things, shake it off. Good things, keep it. Do the meditation. You're not going to be a saint or you're not going to be a superman or superwoman. But you will do so much good to your lives. Uh, right now, Paul, Reverend Paul King is uh, sitting here. He loves meditation. And he can teach you one of these days. Uh, he does that a lot. He even teaches at a synod level. So I hope that he can do that uh, for us one day. But do the meditation of the word of God every day. Not once in a while. It will really uh, benefit you so much. Let us sing together.